Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. better than this guys being dudes hi everyone it's the sasquatch here from the tree busted barstools podcast this episode and all episodes in season two are produced in partnership with the square ball the square ball is located just off marion square it has dozens of screens showing televised sport and award-winning barbecue making it the perfect spot in dublin to catch the game for more information or to book in please visit the hyphen square hyphen ball dot com. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the coach and the Sasquatch's playoff breakdown as part of the Busted Bar Stools Network. How are you, coach? Enjoying the off season? All good. Happy New Year. Good to be back. Or back with half the gang. Back with after Obviously, apologies for Beric and the doctor. Unfortunately, on sh- we decided to record this podcast on short notice, and as a result, they had prior engagements. We also will have an announcement at the end of this episode as to season three details. And um, the purpose of this podcast is to preview this weekend's NFL playoff action. The wild card round um, starts this weekend. Been quite a few changes in this year's playoffs and last year's playoffs. So obviously, you've an additional team from each conference. You've seven teams in the playoffs. We'll break it down quickly, um, and then we'll go. The coach will cover the AFC, and I will coach, cover the NFC. So first off, the two teams on a bye is Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers. 
both teams will play the lowest ranked seed at the end of the wildcard round. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Coach, get into it, Sass. ready to go? Yes, yes, I am. So the first game uh, we're going to do a little review on is the Colts at the Bills in Bills Stadium. Um, this one takes place at five past six on Saturday, I believe. Um, so, yeah, looking into it, I think... The Bills has probably been everyone's the, the neutral fans team to watch. I think everyone's had a, gotten excited about about watching them. In terms of games for the the first this first round, I think it, this is probably the most balanced. Um, okay. I think it, it, it's quite a balanced. It's going to be closer than probably every other game. I think um, because the Bills this is their first year on a, on a real giving it a good a good whack in in a, in a long time. Um, they're on a hot streak. I think it'd be fair to say that the Bills are on a quite a hot streak. Um, Josh Allen looks to be super confident um, at the moment. Um, and they just look like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah. They look like they're having a lot of fun. Um, Famous line from Doug Peters in there comes to mind. We'll see where, the, where, where he is right now. So. Uh, so. Yeah. Now, on the cold side of things, I think Rivers... Um, he knows how to run a game. He's got that experience, and um, and that's and that's kind of their that's going to be one of their strengths. But the Bills have an incredible offense with the third strongest um, this season. So yeah, it, 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 I think it's just one of the, it's one of those games that's hard to call. Me and myself, I'm I'm going for the Bills because I, I like a good uh, underdog story. If you'd called them an underdog, I'm not too sure. Maybe on on the season as a whole, you would possibly not in this game, but. Um, but the Bills are going to have to come and give it to that Colts defense, I think. Yeah, the, it's it's in that's that's I think where the key to this game is. Like like Philip Rivers, as you said, he is old, but he can move the ball. He's, he's a great mm. game manager. The Colts defense, it's a strange defense. They're kind of like a a bend don't break defense, but they get to a point where they either make a spectacular play play or they break. Mm. So if those spectacular plays don't come. How are they going to stop that Bills offense? Um, is kind of where I'd be tied up. I think this can go either way. I do think, I, yeah, Bills definitely favourites, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the Colts. Oh, uh, win it's game. it's one of them, right? Would you rather see the Colts win this and then just get absolutely annihilated by the Chiefs? I think that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. Right. Like even mm. even to the players. Okay. The so. Some players are there for money. Some of them actually want to go and win a Super Bowl, but it's not going to be this year, right? Or do you want the Bills to get through and actually have a chance against, you know, the Browns, Ravens, or Titans? Mm, yeah. I think that's probably the way to look at it. And I think any neutral in that case or that scenario would like the Bills to get through. The Colts are kind of a nothing team. They're not, but I am a huge fan of Frank Reich, obviously, as a Philadelphia fan, for what he did. I think what he's got out of Philip Rivers. They're building something, and it might just be maybe a year too soon. Mm-hmm. As in, Philip Rivers likely is retiring this year. I know a number of the major networks in America want to pick him up, a la Tony Romo. Um, but I, I think they're they're a quarterback away from being a serious contender. They've they've a strong run game. They've a good defense. T. Y. Hilton's probably aged out a bit, so they might need to pick up some receiving corps. But you'll pick them up in the lower stages of the draft anyway. Um, but yeah, I think maybe a year too too soon for the Colts. Yeah, so will we go with the Bills for that? I think we're both in agreement on that one, are we? Both in agreement, yeah. Yeah, I'd be agreeing with that. Um, my first game um, that I'm going to cover is 
the meeting of this, the Rams and the Seahawks. So obviously in Lumen Field, formerly CenturyLink, um, it's on Saturday, twenty to ten. Irish fans. Obviously, it's an inter-division matchup. Los Angeles Rams finished second in the NFC West with the Seahawks taking out first spot. Seahawks had a, had a tremendous start to the season and looked very dangerous. You know, you had the whole let Russ cook. They've stored a bit. DK Metcalf's production has dropped. So it's going to be interesting. Also, in terms of statistics, they're not really great anywhere. They have the 17th ranked offense in the league and the 22nd ranked offense. You look at the Los Angeles Rams, they are struggling, struggling at moving the, the ball. And I know they're still unsure as to whether... Jared Goff would make that playoff. Yeah. It could be Wolford. But they have the first-ranked defense in the league. They're, they're no joke either. So I could see the Rams win it. Seahawks still overwhelming favorites. The The offense for the Rams has been incredibly up and down this season. It is, and that's, that's pretty much to do with Goff being tremendously up and down as a player. Mm. Wolford did look good, did look good last week. But I just don't know if he can handle the playoffs if he is forced. I mean, the fellow was working in financial services a few months ago. So it's a great story. Um, <coughs> and then obviously the Rams, if they're victorious, they want to play anyone from Green Bay, if they're the lowest ranked seed, all the way to Tampa or Washington pretty much, fourth and fifth, fourth and fifth seed. It's it's going to be interesting. Obviously, they these teams only played each other Christmas week, December twenty mm-hmm. seventh. Twenty to nine points victory for the Seahawks, but it's an interdivisional matchup. So how, how much can things window. change in that space of time? <laughs> you can't imagine a lot, can you? You can't imagine a lot, but it's playoff football, and it's these interdivisional matchups. It's very strange. It, they don't need anything to to get themselves up. Basically, but look, I'd probably side with the Seahawks. I think if the Seahawks can actually get things rolling and get things right, they could be a smoky for the Super Bowl. I did predict this a few weeks ago. I just think the potential's there, but they seem to get like a first half offensive performance, a second half defensive performance. And it's like if they could marry those two for a full game, I think they'd almost be unstoppable. Would it be but, fair but, to say that this will be the lowest scoring game of the round? No, no. I think there's a there's an AFC North matchup. <laughs> I'd have VR marked for the lowest scoring game in the wildcard round. But look, it, it wouldn't blow me away if this was okay. Say so. Well, I personally think that Russell Wilson will make big big steps in this game. So I would be going for a Seahawks <clears throat> win. Yeah. yeah, I think he's enough. I think he's enough to see it out. So. I'd like to see the Rams then, win. I would. I, I like them as an organization, but I just they've been way too up and down, and they haven't really nailed their colors to the mass such this year. Yeah, kind of, kind of saying, kind of goes the same for most Stan Kroenke owned organizations, isn't it? <laughs> he says with an Arsenal jersey tattooed on his, <laughs> on his, yeah, backside. Anyway, <laughs> the next game. Take us away, coach. Yes, yeah, so. Um, yeah, the AFC, the second game that we've got on Sunday at 5 past 6 for all the, the Sky Sports watchers. Um, Ravens and Titans. So the Baltimore Ravens will meet the Titans at the Nissan Stadium. It's, it is called the Nissan Stadium, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this game last year, 
Titans beat the Ravens. Um, and then I think uh, yeah, Derrick Henry ru- ruined Errol Thomas's career. Yeah. Well, look, Derrick Henry. I think he's he's a player in this that obviously. Um, the Ravens are going to have a lot of work. If they, if they can keep Kim quiet, the Ravens are going to have a great game. Um, but yes, yeah, so they've also beat... The, the Titans have also beat the Ravens in week 11. So I'm thinking this is a little bit of third time lucky for the Ravens here. Um, the Titans' defence seems to be broken. It's just not working. Um, and it hasn't been. Um, and I think that will lead to Lamar Jackson having a field day. Or I'm not going to say hope. I don't wish wish bad on, on either of these sides, but it just seems that the Titans' defense is broken. A lot going for them in offense. Uh, they've been they've been excellent this season, but uh, yeah, there's something not right in the defense. They need to have a serious uh, look at themselves. Come the draft, I think. Um, Baltimore, they they need to keep as I just said. They need to keep Derrick Henry quiet. He's 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 the one kind of piece of arsenal that Titans have. To, to get them over the game line, so if you do that, I can't see any. I can't see how. Yeah, I can't see. I can't see any other way for for the Titans. Do you? I, yeah, I tend to disagree a bit. I actually think this could be the highest scoring game of the round. Yeah. So Lamar has been playing lights out since the famous run to the toilet instance against the Browns. He he has struggled in the early part of the season, but mm-hmm. since. That Cleveland Browns victory, where he dropped the Brown, he's been playing lights out. Um, they obviously have a very strong defense as well, but Tennessee Titans don't just need to rely on Derrick Henry. AJ Brown is a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal asset. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, since he's played with the Tennessee Titans, has been as competent a quarterback as you can get. Not, I'm not saying he's exceptional, but as a piece in an offense, he's he's facilitated them nicely. In addition. Someone who kind of didn't maybe live up to their billing in the regular season. Tight end Gianni Smith. I predict he could, if things go his way, could be quite influential in this one. And then obviously Baltimore Ravens. We know what they can offer through Lamar. Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the game. They're also on and the back of a five-game win streak. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> a five-game win streak and... You, you, they're trying to prove themselves against the Titans, haven't lost them twice. And it's a, it's it's a big game for Lamar. He's played two playoff games. He's lost both. If he loses this, the the noise continues to build that he he's just a regular season season phenomenon. Mm. So it's huge for him. Yeah, yeah. And Baltimore, I just actually looked up something earlier on. They have the fourth. Um, uh, they're fourth, sorry, in offensive efficiency, which mm. you wouldn't put, because of because of where their offense lies at the moment. You wouldn't put that together, would you? You kind of like are they line nineteenth well, uh, in offense. Offense offensive efficiency just means it, it's it's like less. It's a higher usage rate. Yeah, considering they 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 like to run the ball, mm. you tend to have a higher efficiency rate, and even your quarterback is a mobile quarterback. So Lamar is, which is I don't have the figures in front of me, but I'd say he's probably the the number one Russian quarterback in the league. That tends to favour, I think they're 19th overall in offence, but offensive efficiency, that's where numbers can, can really start to trip you up. Um, and in terms of both teams getting through, look, I, I, I don't, 
I don't see any team going all the way. Mm. Or either team, I should say. Um, so it's... it's do, you, do you do you see either of them making it all the way? No, but I didn't see the Titans winning a game in the playoffs last season. True. They knocked out the Pats. They knocked out the Ravens. They were very unlucky in the AFC Championship game. I don't know. I, I honestly couldn't call it. I would say this is the most likely to be the highest scoring game and it's also the most likely game to go to overtime that's just a prediction but yeah I, I don't know who I, <laughs> I I do think it'll be Tennessee though I'm gonna go home adva- home field advantage is the only I know there's no fans but it's the only it's the only call I have I'm, I'm gonna go with the Ravens um, so there's our first okay. our first disagreement is it so I'm gonna go with third time lucky five on the bounce and they wanna put right what when they lost last year yeah, and Lamar is going to get his first playoff victory, which I'd like to see because I do I do value him as a quarterback. In this yeah, game. cool. Okay, my next fixture, also from the NFC, is Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington Football Team. FedEx Field. It's Saturday night, at quarter past one, so technically Sunday for Irish UK based fans. It's it's an interesting one. I mean, Washington has one strength, and it's their defense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get caught up on Alex Smith because it's such a feel-good story, but, I mean, in terms of actual quarterback play, he's been average. Chase Young has been phenomenal. Um, so they currently like second in defense, 30th in offense. That's largely because of Dwayne Haskins. Less so Alex Smith. I think Alex Smith is 5-1 as a starter for them. First in the... NFC East, the biggest joke league. Finishing with a 7-9 record. So you're going into the playoffs with a losing record. It rarely happens. The last time I can think was the Seattle Seahawks, which of course was that famous Beastquake moment with Marshawn Lynch was that season. If they're victorious, best case scenario, they're playing the Hawks and the Rams. Worst case scenario, they're playing the Saints. Can Tom Brady Tampa do Bay, it? You'd have to say so. I think, again, similar to Lamar, he's, he's been in a hot streak, closing down. A lot of people focus on the strength of Tampa Bay's offense. So obviously, you've Chris Godwin, you've Tom Brady, you've Gronk back as well. And you've a good, you've a strong enough running game um, with Jones, but the defense has been unbelievable this season, and it, it's kind of they're kind of like a, a snake in the long grass, as in. People are underrating the defense because all eyes and the general media are on Tom. Yeah. So, look, finish second in the AFC South behind the Saints. Uh, if so facto, I think first five ten games they were feeling each other out. They were working things out. It was a completely new situation for Tom. First time outside of New England in his professional career. I think actually maybe the first time. In the, playing warm weather football, pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, like on the home field, like because I think you would have gone to college in very willing to be cracked on this, but I think it was Michigan. <coughs> they are though, unfortunately, because of the seeding system and how it works. They are the third lowest seed when in react in reality they're probably the second or third best team in the NFC in the playoffs. So worst case scenario could be the Packers. So you could have Tom Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Which be incredible. Love to see it. 
the best case is the winner of the Rams and the Hawks. Like, Washington have absolutely nothing to lose, do they? Nothing. No, they, no, absolutely nothing. They've done they, all that rebranding and rebuilding. They've kind of been... They've kind of been something good that's happened from a bad situation. Um, Riviera, well, I, I like Rivera. Um, what that man's been through this year. Yeah. Like, battling, I think it's leukemia. I know it. I know it's cancer, obviously. But yeah. I think it's leukemia. Um, in 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 a global pandemic where like, and he's turned him around. He has like because they've been a joke in, in 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 a joke division in the NFC East for the past number of years. And they're a project. Like he was handed Dwayne Haskins, who's ne- he just didn't seem to get the responsibilities of being a professional athlete. Obviously, undoubtedly talented, but his attitude reeked. And when you get to this top <laughs> echelon of sports, if one thing's out of kilter, you're gonna be picked apart. Yeah, and I think with everything that's happened in the last twenty-four hours, obviously a time of recording. Capitol Hill was stormed last night um, and all that sort of stuff. There's going to be a lot of eyes on that Washington team. Um, mm. So they have absolutely nothing to lose. And every, like, you know, I hope they go and give it a, I think give they it a do good bash. Like, I, I, I think they're building. Like, I think you've got some very good players there. You've got Chase Young, you've got Terry McAlorm. Um, they're a quarterback away. They've strong tight ends. Obviously, a phenomenal defense. In terms of matchups, I had to dig back through this one the last time they've played each other was November 2018 two completely different teams rosters coaching staff finished 16-3 to the Bucks. so I wouldn't take take much heat in that I do think the Bucks are heavily favoured and, and to be back and it's it's Hollywood stuff if Washington yeah. beats Tom yeah but great to see Chase Young calling Tom out all the same oh it was fantastic yeah you know, it was fantastic yeah. but uh I really like him. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Bucks win it, but I would love to see Washington do a little bit of damage. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I would. I would love to see it. Even as, even as an Eagles fan. Um, yeah. Look, it is what it is. NFC East top team was always <laughs> going to be the underdog, <laughs> almost in there. Tie given it bad as division's been this year. Anyway, next one. Yes, this is our third game of the AFC. Excuse me. <coughs> the Browns and the Steelers at Heinz Field. Um, this one is a Monday night game. Mm, Sunday night game. Monday early hours of the morning. Um, yeah, so we've got the Browns who will not have head coach. Um, Kevin Stefanski. Um, he's off with the COVID. The COVID. The belt of the COVID. Um, so that could, play, that could play a massive part in playing in the hands of the Steelers. From what I've heard this morning um, on the SPN and, and all that sort of stuff, that he's taking part in absolutely every team meeting and everything this week. Um, but under no circumstances, I'm pretty sure he's not even allowed in the confines he's of the stadium. He's doing it all by Zoom. He's doing it all by Zoom. Yeah. So he, he can't even be in the stands watching a la Sam Allardyce, Bolton's days. Um, so that's interesting. Um Baker Mayfield. When Baker Mayfield was drafted at the Browns, I had an obsession. I was at the time was on a on a summer trip to Miami, and actually it wasn't Miami. I was on a cruise that left from Miami, and when I got to St. Martin's, someone called me out and thought I was um, Baker Mayfield. Now, 
Granted, I was carrying a little bit of weight, had a bit of facial uh, kind of stuff going on, and, and I didn't open my mouth. So, to be fair... Thank I, God Barry couldn't make this yeah, podcast, yeah, because so. the B-War, <laughs> we had to pay for that comment. Yeah, so Mayfield, I think, needs to come out hot in this game. Um, he has a lot to prove, um, and he has been respectful, respe- respectively He's done well. He's done well um, for a little while. And he's. But the most impressive thing for me is he's done it without OBJ. I think that has stood to him and will stand to him in, in his career going forward. Um, so if Mayfield can get on and neutralise that, st- that Steelers defence, I think he might be onto something. Um, Steelers, obviously, uh, number one defence versus the pass um, and number five versus the run. So it, it is quite strong. <clears throat> They're up there. With, with with your Washington and stuff like that in terms of how strong their defense actually is, um, interesting from the Steelers, they went eleven and zero with their first eleven games, which is struggling a bit. Inc- yeah, and then one and four. Then after they lost Bud Dupree, and didn't he get an ACL injury? So yeah. he's Gonzo. Um, they're talking about Juju. Juju roiled every team up. Yeah. They're talking about Robert Spillane coming back as well. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I, the other thing about the Steelers is their offense is... Vulnerable is probably not the word, but there's not a lot going for them. Fair to say? Yeah, I, I think they're a bit in decline, to be honest with you. If you look at how... They, how like, to be fair, they did go 11-0, and but... The general consensus was they had a very easy draw. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying that they were going to fall off a cliff. Yeah. Did tend to happen. I mean, their offense is, is, is ranked 25th. They're still favorites for this game. Don't get me mm. wrong. Given it's not just Kevin Stavansky that's out. There's a number of, of, of important pieces in, in, the, in their offensive and defensive line that are out. Mm. I tend to disagree with the Baker sentiment, though. Well, do, do it's important <laughs> that he doesn't give the ball away. Yeah, he's got. He's definitely going to be forcing the turnovers. That's one thing about Baker. He, he, you know, every single week. He's been. You see, this is where this. This is my my concept on it. This is going to be very close early on. the The Browns are going to be hyped. It's their first playoff game in what fifteen years. Mm-hmm. What's going on with their coach? He's he's going to script the first ten plays anyway. Yeah. So I think they're going to be very strong, but. What's going to happen? Like Baker's been, he's been relatively decent this year, and that's because of the job Kevin Stefanski's done in his rookie year. My 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 big fear is what's Baker going to get be like in quarter number three when yeah. he doesn't have the coach to fall back on. He doesn't have the but experience think, either. Yeah, yeah. I think how the Browns win this game, smash them out football. They have Nick Chubb. They've Kareem Hunt. They're probably the, one of the best rushing games. In terms of if you can bind the two together in the league, I think it's going to be cold. It's Pittsburgh in January. I just think rush it, rush it, rush it, rush it, rush it. And look, last week kind of did them no favours. Steelers didn't put out put out a second string team because they knew they were true. And the Browns kind of largely struggled to beat them. <clears throat> I think it's going to be, it's going to be predicated on the run game and I don't think Austin Hooper's going to have to have a big game. It's them passes over the middle as opposed to your long passes to, to Jarvis Landry. 
that's my thinking on it at, at present. Yeah, look, I, I think it's hard to see anything but the Steelers win, isn't it? I know their offense hasn't been great, but I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think they have a bit of experience. Yeah, they 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 have they have that eleven and zero behind them. You know, yeah, injury. Yeah, it. They lost to Cincinnati less than three weeks ago. Three week, three four weeks ago. Yeah, you know, a Joe Burrowless Cincinnati. Yeah, look, I, I I do lean towards the Steelers, but if the Browns win, it's not the biggest possible shock in the wildcard round. I agree. Put it that yeah, way. yeah, I agree. I think yeah, uh, yeah, I have to agree. It it'd be it, look it it would be nice to see the Browns. I think they they've hung on for the last three four years and been like, they've been a shit show. Um, been a shit show for the last fifteen years, mate. They've they've been busted pick after busted pick. Don't know if any of you's listened to the Sasquatch's Monster the Clubhouse featured a former Cleveland Browns player, Keelan Winslow Jr. Excellent piece, by the way. Well done. Thanks very, thanks very much. Could have been better. Could have been better. The next episode will be be a lot better. About the first of February. Um, but yeah, yeah. Look, I, I lean towards the Steelers. I think it's going to be a tough game to watch for the neutral. Fair to say. Um, yeah, it's not one I'd be sitting down to enjoy. To be honest, yeah, it's not. It's yeah. You don't look. If if you tune in to our weekly picks every Thursday, you'll know that it wasn't in any of our picks. Um, and it wouldn't be. It, even if we had another three picks, it wouldn't be. It was. It was. It was. It was Beric's pick oh. today. Sorry, <laughs> Beric. <Way> above yours. <laughs> Beric. Um, anyway, someone hasn't been online today. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it as well. That's the worst thing. Anyway, moving on to the last fiction. Now these are obviously aren't in chronological order, anything, but we just we split the AFC NFC. So, the last game we're going to preview here is the Bears at the Saints. Mercedes-Benz Superdome. That is on Sunday around a quarter to maybe 20 to 10. Interesting matchup. Yeah. So, New Orleans, second best team in the NFC. First place in the NFC South, which, look, it is a difficult division. I know they, they weren't great this year, but Carolina and Atlanta can cause anyone issues. And they also overcame Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Finished with twelve and four record, fourth best defense in the league, twelfth best offense. You've also got to factor into that that Drew Brees missed maybe three to I think maybe three to five weeks in the middle of the season with an injury. They ran with Taysom Hill at quarterback, and Michael Thomas had a, had a very much a down year. So there was off-field incidents. There was injuries. But I think you have possibly the most naturally gifted running back in the league. Anyone that you know watches, if you if you get a chance to watch Alvin Kamara in slow motion when he's running, he goes like limp as people tackle him. It's the only way I can describe it, and his body just moves around the tackler. It's 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 mesmer mesmerizing. But uh, yes, they're at home against the Chicago Bears, the 8-8 eight eight Chicago Bears, second in the NFC East, seventh seed, so the lowest seed in the NFC, ranked 11th in defense, very much a down year for them, they they traditionally have a strong defense, Khalil Mack, offensively the 26th, there's been a lot of head noise in Chicago, with Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, 
Now they've really been amazing. Well, actually, to be, to be fair, Mitch Trubisky was 4-0 when they dropped him for Nick Foles. So you wonder what's going on there. If Allen Robinson was a wide receiver with any other quarterback, he would be probably the leading wide receiver in the competition. He's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Strong at tight end. Middle and run game. But it's the Bears. The Burst. I think they actually have a reliable kicker this time as opposed to the last time they made it to the playoffs. The last matchup was obviously this season. November, the Saints victorious 26-23. Do you know what? I'm going to say something and... Don't regret it. Whatever you do, don't regret it. Oh, I will regret it. But for no reason other than gut, this is my upset. This is my upset for the playoffs. You look at the Saints, they... They've had COVID in the running back room. Drew Brees has been injured. He hasn't set up that connection with Michael Thomas. They have history. So, first you had the Minnesota mir- Miracle. Um, <coughs> Kirk, it wasn't Kirk Cousins. It was Case Keenum. Stefan Diggs, walk-off play. The following year, they were beaten by the LA Rams. That PI call. That should have been a pass interference call, but wasn't given. And last year, they were knocked out by the Minnesota Vikings. I agree there was three great chances and I, and they got knocked out every time. I just, I think they'll beat the Bears because I don't think the Bears are as good as any of those teams they've lost to. But something in my gut just says the Bears are going to pull off the upset of the round. Now I'm going to look like an absolute spanner. Yeah, well the Bears have gone, they've gone under the radar a little bit. They came good, they were good. Mid-season, they looked like they were onto something and then they're just... Well, they started 4-0. Yeah, they started four and zero, and they dropped Mitch Trubisky. Like no other quarterback has been dropped four and zero. So I think Nick Foles, I think that Bears team could be ten and six if it yeah. was just Mitch Trubisky. And I'm not saying Mitch Trubisky is this phenomenal quarterback because he's not, but the chopping and the changing may have cost him two losses. This this is bizarre, right? And call me call me naive, but. It seems to me that COVID has affected the East Coast far more greater than it has, than it has affected the West Coast in terms of fans, in terms of players. In ter- it just... There's a couple of reasons. The weather, obviously, is going to be one of them. No? The weather is one. The population yeah. is two. Like you, you've far higher population density in the East Coast. That's pretty much the same for most countries, but uh, America especially. Now I know, like, there's a large portion of the East Coast of America that is relatively warm. Like, look at Florida, or whatever. It's it's it's. it's it may, I think it's mainly down to do with, with population. Like you have, well, Chicago isn't exactly East Coast like that. Fair. But I know what you're saying. Like, I, New York. But I suppose. What I'm trying to say is the cities that aren't getting the snow, aren't getting the winter, aren't getting the dark mornings and the dark nights are being far more affected than the bright, sunny cities. And I think that's having an effect on the mental capacity of teams um, and the gloominess of a team and... How they perform because I think if you're based in New Orleans, LA, wherever, Tampa, which isn't I know West Coast, but it's it's that kind of humidity, it's bright, it's I think they're performing a lot better 
because during this whole thing because they're a lot more free they've a lot more freedom in terms of that I think Could be, well there's, there's also two more reasons that typically does happen I mean the Saints play in a in a dome yeah it's easier to put up points in good weather but playoff football tends to be won now, this is in Mercedes Dome obviously but let me tell you whoever has to go to Green Bay whoever has to go to Kansas yeah they're in for a rough ride, even if they win. Yeah, it's the, the you, you every like you see them out with the flamethrowers trying to defrost the benches for people to sit on because mm. it's that cold. They're not easy places to win away. Um, yeah. So I know what you're probably I know the point you're getting at, but I'm, I'm saying these teams have a, have an advantage come playoff football time because yeah, you're playing a team and you're playing the elements. Just give everyone a dome. We've got one in LA. We've got one in New Orleans. Fucking get everyone a dome. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's coming. We've had a few of them over the years. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, look, for me, I'm I'm going with the Saints here. I like them. I like what they stand for. I like Dom. I like everything after Katrina. I want them to do well. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Saints win. Yeah, I, like I tend to do it, but just there's something in my gut that just yeah, says no, like, I, the upset of the round. I get that. <clears throat> and I'm, we all like to see an upset. 10 minutes into the game on Sunday I'd be like what was it on about <laughs> but just if I had to pick an upset that's what I go for anyway that's that's this weekend's fixtures round up how about a little bit of a quick fire go for it MVP for the year my heart wants to say Josh Allen and my head says Mahomes okay Aaron Rodgers for me I know. I knew that was coming. The reason I'd say that is, oh, like who is my who who is for me at any moment the most valued player in the NFL? At the minute, it's Mahomes. Yeah. But why I think he's a little bit different. Like you don't really say LeBron doesn't get the MVP because everyone knows he's the best player. So it's who's the who's like the best who's had the best season of their career. Let's say is 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 how they tend to decided in the NBA but I just think in addition to Mahomes being so much better than everyone else he's so much better weapons yeah. than everyone else like yeah. Travis Kelsey Tariq Hill they even they're even the running games even getting better like they lost who who, who did they get injured uh, the Yuman Hilaire the rookie and they've got Le'Veon Bell to step in mm. like and they're good defensively too so, but but I just think Aaron Rodgers. This this is one of his best seasons. I I just. He's how long has he got left? Do you think? How long has he physically got left? Probably five years. How long has he mentally got left? Two to three. Aaron Rodgers is that type of person that will say, "I've done everything. I'm I'm just gonna walk away." He'll walk away before his time. Will he walk away and play somewhere warm? Will he do a, a TB on it? No, no. He 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 he'll walk away. Oh, okay. He'll he'll. he'll Hang his boots he'll up. Be and he'll be happy. He won't. He won't do a Tom Brady like, or he won't like see Philip Rivers. He's gone to Indianapolis Colts. They largely suspect he's going to retire at the end of this year for after one season in Indianapolis. I like. I don't see him. I think he'll retire as a Green Bay player, and I think maybe two to three years. Okay. If he wins Super Bowl this year, it could be two years. Mm-hmm. He's my MVP. Some quick fire round. Yeah, and then you're. Uh, <laughs> Your Super Bowl matchup. Super Bowl matchup. I really. It's a tough one. It's it's hard to look past the Packers, but if 
the Bucks come against the Packers, I think nostalgia is on the Bucks side just because of Tom Brady. Um, from that side I mean, of the, the draw, I, I I don't think you can pick anyone but Kansas from the AFC. No, um, it would be. I would I would love. Don't get me wrong. I would love. And I actually I'll, I'll save that for my next because I think if I know you're a quick far round, the next question is going to be upset. So we'll continue. My my head is going with Kansas and either a Packers or a Bucks. Uh, I'll go with the Bucks just for just to be me. Yeah, I tend to go Kansas, but I tend to go Green Bay, and it's not just because of Aaron Rodgers; it's because of his weapons, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, the two of the best at their position. Plus, your man Tanyan at tight end has really excelled this year as well. So, yeah, and going to Green Bay, you had the, the to get to the Super Bowl, you have to go through Green Bay. So. I don't see anyone going through Green Bay and coming away with a victory in January yeah. and February. Well, January. Okay, so you're upset of the. This, it doesn't have to be this round. It could just be a team that everyone has ironed on not to. My upset is the Bills gonna get far. My upset is they put it up to Kansas in the AFC final. Can you call it an upset? Second best team in the AFC. It's it's what I it's sorry. It's what I want in my in my heart is is the Bills to upset Kansas. There we go. I've said it. My upset is the Bears against the Saints because that's screaming at me. But I actually think my upset is the Colts. I'm gonna beat the Bills this on this Saturday. Ooh, that would put me in my drawer. Toss for coin. Toss for coin. Like if 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 the um, Bills get through that one, or the Colts. Ah, there's another tough game there. <sighs> yeah, but see, see, it's better for the Bills because they don't have to play Kansas. If the Colts get through, they're getting knocked out by Kansas next round. So, yeah. And look, Josh Allen is the same as Lamar Jackson. He has no playoff victories. Mm-hmm. So, obviously beaten by Deshaun Watson last year in in this round. So, he needs to get that done. Now, he's a lot better this year and he's a lot better weapons. Yeah, I suppose that's my quick fire round. There's only three quick questions. Um, finally, the last thing, I suppose, the last bit of housekeeping to announce we will be back for season three, January the 26th, 9 a.m. That episode will be out. We likely have a bit of the fallout from Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, his return. We'll have. We'll have updates on the Premier League. What happens there? The Premier League. We'll have updates on Celtic. Celtic. The SPL. European football. We won't much gap. We will then know if the Six Nations will be happening or not. We will probably know if the Lions tour will be happening in Dublin or South Africa. Or England. Or England. England. Or Croke Park, which I've heard this morning. Why would you put it in Croke Park? I have no idea. You may as well put it in Oriel Park. Yeah, look, it's 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 a great couple of weeks and months to look forward to and to recap on and everything that's happened over the Christmas, good, bad, and ugly, um, full circle, um, and let's not forget January transfers. January transfers, yeah. Hopefully, Ozil will be officially, 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 officially. Yeah, he's gone. he's hanging on. Uh, he's hanging on. You you got to hand it to the bloke. He doesn't go easy. Anyway, I've been the Sasquatch. He's been the coach. Thanks very much for listening to our playoff preview. We will see you at the end of January.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 